2529 Productions presents a Jinx Souls Paranormal Podcast. Spirits and Beards. So what do we got today, Steven? I don't know. I think uh, this is the first episode, right? So right. I think uh, this is just an intro episode, right? Yeah, sounds yeah. good to me. Cool. Um, so basically who we are... Yeah. Jordan and Steven, that's all you need to know about us. Yes, exactly. Uh, we like to drink and we like ghosts, so we're hoping that you like to drink and uh, hoping you like ghosts as well. If not, then don't listen to us. Yeah. I mean, if you clicked on this, you probably thought that because it's called Spirits and Beerits. Get it? I, I thought it was pretty clever. It's pretty good. I don't know. But, I'm not uh, good at many things, but I'm good at coming up with stupid names. Nice. <laughs> I'm good at agreeing with them. Um, what are we drinking first? What are we yeah. here? Well, first, uh, I'll say the whole point of this is that we're going to talk about, you know, spooky things or paranormal things and drink different kinds of craft beer. So hopefully we can get through about two craft beers per episode. Uh, we're starting off with the beer from Hidden Springs. It's in Tampa. It's a Mexican-style lager with lime. Uh, I don't know how to pronounce this. Try it. Cheve Lima. You know what? That sounds great to me. Yeah, I don't know. I've never seen it before, but the can art is really cool. <laughs> Let's crack these open. Let's do it. Oh, you beat me to it. Alright. I'm going to pour this bad boy into a glass. I'm pretty sure my glass is not a pint. I just thought the glass looked cool. Yeah, mine's also not. Oh no. But here we are. Look at the head on this. Jesus. <laughs> I have fucked up. A man likes his head. Yep. Alright, I'm going to give this a sip. I would. Actually, I guess I'll drink out of the can. Because this glass is going to be sitting here for 30 minutes before I can drink out of it. That is a phenomenal, phenomenal uh, mixing. Whoa, it's amazing. It's really heavy on the line, too. You know, I, I think I'd venture to say Mexican lagers are my favorite type of beer. Yeah. What's this, the one? This might take the cake. Yeah. What's the one? What's the one that you and Zach like a lot from uh, Crooked Can? Oh, that is uh, Bandoleros. But that's not that's not Bandoleros a Mexican, is not a Mexican, Mexican lager, lager no. right? Oh boy. I don't, I don't know. We can check our untapped if you guys want to follow us on untapped. No, true. I don't remember my name on it. But. Uh, I am Shabby J. Finch. That's S-H-A-B-I-J Finch. You can see all of my beer logins. Nice. I guess I could, uh, I guess I could look mine up too. Uh, Steven is going to be Bid Steven. That's B-I-D-S-T-E-P-H-E-N. Wow. I should have figured that one out. Uh, Bid would be my band from high school, Blessings in Disguise. 28 years old so that's uh, more than band. 10 years old but look them up pretty sure we're only on YouTube right now <laughs> and you have a uh, autographed CD that's true uh, this is extremely good though okay um, this first episode we really just wanted to introduce ourselves uh, tell us or tell you guys why we even like paranormal stuff in the first place and maybe some uh, experiences that we've had that have made us believers oh yeah we've uh, had our fair share of I don't know if I'd say close encounters, uh, but in my life I've had some real weird things happen involving things that I can't explain. I guess, you know, that's really what paranormal boils down to is you don't know what it is. Uh, started out, let's see, I guess since I was a child we had weird weird shit going on in our in our house. Just always an uneasy feeling. Usually involving my sister, my mom would be like, oh, don't tell your sister, it's going to scare her. And I'm like, well, it's scaring me, so <laughs> don't really know what you want me to do. Uh, the most uh, 
vivid ones that I remember are in my mother's house in Stockton. It was a house built in the 1920s, had one of those fun mud cellars, probably some corpses thrown down there, I don't know. Pretty creepy. Uh, it was a, a three-bedroom, one-bath house, a pretty simple layout, just a big square. Uh, laying in bed at night, I would hear my sister walking from her room to the kitchen, and you know, me being lazy, I'm like, oh, my sister's making a midnight snack, I want in on this. So I'd open my door, all the lights are off, my sister's not in the kitchen, Pretty weird, but I definitely heard her get out of her room and walk to look towards the kitchen, but never walk back. So that happened for a couple of months. I would hear that. And then I started noticing those aren't bare feet. Those are boots walking from her room to the kitchen. I'm guessing she doesn't wear boots. She does not wear boots while she sleeps. That makes sense. <laughs> but I would also hear something with bare feet walking after it, but never leaving the kitchen. It was always going from her room to the kitchen. So I stopped opening the door because I didn't know what was scarier, hearing the noise and not seeing anything, or hearing the noise, opening the door, and seeing not my sister, but something else. Uh, this is where my mom would say, don't tell your sister you're scaring her. Mind you, my sister was probably around 20, 21 at the time. I was about 23, I guess. It seems like... I feel like she could handle that. I feel like she could, too. <laughs> I have since told her about Honestly, this. this whole time I'm thinking that this all happened when you guys were like, uh, you know, oh, 12. Not. No, I'm a little bitch still to this day. <laughs> wow. Uh, so that that went on for, like I said, a, a handful of months. We'd hear that. I started hearing the, the thing with boots running up and down the hallway. And we did have dogs growing up, but we had Jack Russell Terriers. You know, they were 15, 20 pounds. They were right. not heavy dogs. Right. Um, also, you can tell four paws versus two boots. Uh, so we'd hear that. The worst one I think that I, I ever heard in that house uh, was the boots walking towards the kitchen, but they didn't get all the way to the kitchen this time. They stopped where my door was, and I saw, I, I will die on this hill, I saw with my own eyes my door handle shake. Scared the hell out of me. I was laying in bed, left all the lights on. I don't think I slept a second that night. Yeah, I don't blame you. So yeah, that, that was pretty terrifying. Uh, but that's, you know, a, a little that's happened over the last, uh, I guess I, that would have been almost 10 years ago now. Woof. But, Jesus, uh, we are old. Yeah. And that's why we keep drinking, you know? Exactly. Exactly. Uh, I do have one more other pretty bizarre paranormal story. Um, this one happened here in Florida. Uh, my best friend, uh, Alex is picking me up from work. Uh, I think I know about this I think one. You know this one. She knew I was having a real shitty day, and she knew that I like to do a lot of that urban exploring, you know, where we break in and trespass to abandoned places and just walk around. You know, have a couple of beers in the car beforehand. But anyway, that, so... Uh, that, that's illegal. Hey. Non-alcoholic beers is what I meant to say. Oh, oh okay, okay. Not admitting to anything. Nice. Uh, we can snip that a little bit out. No, we're keeping it. All right, sweet. <laughs> uh, yeah, so she picked me up from work. I was working at a... Uh, theme park here in Florida. I'm not saying which one. It's one of the big ones. One of the big ones. There's it's, like uh, three of those here. Yeah, it's a fun spot, actually. Um, she would pick me up from work around midnight, knew that I had a shitty day, so she's like, hey, I found this abandoned school somewhere in Kissimmee, I believe. Uh, but anyways, we drove out there, we had to park at this apartment complex, and then walk along a fence, and she found it, I think she said on Reddit, 
you walk along the fence, you find a hole in the fence, and you can walk through the field, and there's the abandoned school. So we're doing that, we're walking along the fence, and I just get this real weird feeling. I don't say anything to her, because I know she'll laugh at me if I say something, but uh, she later on told me that she also started getting this weird feeling while we were walking along the fence, was afraid I would make fun of her, so she didn't say anything. So we get up to the hole in the fence, and it leads maybe three feet into this little shack, and you can see straight through the shack, and we can see the open field, but we just stopped it at the, the opening of the fence. Neither one of us move. For about ten seconds, we don't say a word to each other. Then I look at her, and she looks at me, and she says, Finchy, I got a real bad feeling about this. And I said... I'm so happy you said that because I feel horrible right now. I'm not saying like there was a ghost in there, but something was telling me don't fucking go through this shack. There's just some bad energy, regardless of what it was. Yeah. You know, could have been a tweaker, you know, somebody that was waiting to mug us could have been a ghost. Right. But we told each other that if we like, if she had told me that she had a bad feeling, but I told her I didn't, she would have gone through with it and vice versa. I would have gone through it. Uh, through with it if she didn't have a bad feeling but the fact that simultaneously both of us felt sick to our stomachs was pretty talent yeah you know? it's not really a coincidence right. if both and of you are feeling the same thing turned to this thing i felt even worse i like wanted to throw up it was a horrible horrible feeling and it didn't really subside until we got back to the car safely absolutely horrible experience that is nuts that is nuts i gotta be honest i don't have any experience that is that good for me it's always just been more of like a general interest right. that uh, it, honestly it kind of started I don't know how old I was I was probably like 10 or something but uh, my grandma my abuelita uh, she is that Greek? no that would be the Spanish one oh. yes no no yeah yeah would be the Greek one uh, abuelita she um, actually I don't know how we had it but I just happened to find our Blair Witch Project tape like at our house it is it is that was filmed right by my house so oh, shit. yeah, it was yeah in the Seneca Creek woods. Um, so but for, forgive me, I've seen the movie. I know that it's it's folklore, right? Like, is that like actual belief in the area, or was that all made up for the film? I believe it's all made up for the film. Gotcha. Honestly, okay. I mean, maybe after the afterwards, I'm sure there's a group of people who are actually still trying to look for the Blair Witch. That's I mean, I am pretty sure that that. Uh, you know the end of the movie where you ha- they're like all in that like that like random abandoned house or whatever. Like Which, I'm that's what fairly. That's what house looks like in, in Stockton. Oh wow! She's decorated a lot nicer. Oh, she's nice. not listening to this. Nice, <laughs> that's good. But uh, like I'm pretty sure that like you know I've seen that house like in the woods. Like it's just like this like sure. creepy looking thing that we know is abandoned. Mm-hmm. But uh, my abuelita convinced me that it was real. And I was so young, I just believed it. I was like, this is so crazy. Like, what do you mean this is real? This is like, you know, 10 minutes from where I'm literally sitting watching this as a 10-year-old. I'm like, oh my God, is the Blair Witch going to come, like, kill me? And, like, this is before we had smartphones and stuff, you know? So if someone was using the computer, I couldn't just go look it up, you know? So my grandma was telling me that she had the Easter Bunny's phone number, and if I didn't behave, she was going to call the Easter Bunny and tell him. Your grandmother's telling you the Blair Witch is real. Yeah. I mean, okay. kind of similar, to be honest. <laughs> but I got to wonder, what would the Easter Bunny do? 
not bring me uh, eggs, I guess. I don't know. Oh, okay. It terrified me enough, though. There's actually an America's Funniest Home Video clip where uh, a dude dressed in the Easter Bunny costume pops up, like it's at night, and like just some kids like hanging out, and then the Easter Bunny like pops up in the window and oh. freaks him out. And I was actually scared of the Easter Bunny for a little bit because of that <laughs> America's Funniest Home Videos clip. Uh, it's a scary concept. Yeah. But, um... You know, Why is a bunny giving us eggs? Right. And it ties back to Jesus, apparently. Uh, true, true, true. Uh, but... Um, so that got me really interested in paranormal stuff in general and uh, like the following years I'm pretty sure it was almost like a like a ritual for me and my siblings we would watch uh, like uh, you know America's Most Haunted or whatever right. on Travel Channel uh-huh. you know it was like Friday nights it was just like I don't know Haunted Night or whatever uh-huh. um, so we'd watch that all the time which then got me interested in actually trying to find ghosts which is uh, where actually the subject of our next episode is going to be about uh, this guy named George Atzerodt. I won't give any information about it now, but um, you know, we kind of figured out that you know his ghost was like said to be walking the grounds pretty much right where we lived. So we used to go on these little like little ghost hunts on this like hill behind my house. Uh, it's actually a video of it on YouTube. It's very corny. I you know doctored the whole thing. None of it's real, but it's pretty funny. Steven, you and I have been friends for how many years now? And uh, a long time. I'm guessing you, you, never have, you haven't seen that. This video exists. It's pretty good. I even try. It's it's you know. I mean, I think I was like 13 when I made it. 14 maybe. Oh, I cannot wait to see. Not this. too bad. Not too bad. Um, but that you know got me into uh, wanting to kind of you know ghost hunt or learn more about the paranormal, right. all this stuff. Um, we never did see George Atzerodt, unfortunately, but uh, that's okay. Not yet. Not yet, exactly. I, well, I don't live there anymore, but could go back and try to find him. But uh, <laughs> you'll know about this. Oh. Um, so that, I mean, then eventually in college, I was watching uh, uh, Ghost Hunters, like Taps, and oh, me yeah. and my friend RC, we, we wanted to we wanted to start a uh, a uh, like a ghost hunting team or whatever. So I think we called it Blessings in Disguise Paranormal. I know where uh, this is going. Yep. So I made that account on like like Maryland Ghost Hunters or something like that. Uh, whatever website there is in Maryland for you know paranormal investigators. And uh, I just left it there, forgot to delete it, put my phone number on there for some dumbass reason. Your personal cell phone. <laughs> yeah, my personal cell phone number, yes. Has it since been deleted? No. You it's, can go find Steven's personal yeah, cell phone. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, Blessings in Disguise Paranormal. Look him up, I'm sure. Yep. Um, I'll probably be deleted before this comes out now. But... Uh, many years later, like, I don't know, four or five years later or something, I'm just like doing my job at one of the big theme parks and I see, get a voicemail from this person. I'm not going to give her her name because I mean, she's probably still alive and I don't know. I don't want you guys to look, look, for, look her up in Maryland or anything, but um, she called me saying that she was in need of my services, um, as in Blessings in Disguise Paranormal Services because... Uh, not she, the other services that you also... Uh, uh, no. I told you, man. Don't talk about <laughs> that. I'm kidding. Um, no, but he... Uh, or she said that she was being knocked out by ghosts. So she really wanted a consultation from me. And I did feel kind of guilty because there was obviously something wrong, you know? And you know, she, she called sounded, me for help. She sounded genuine. She definitely it. was. I mean, something was going on. I'm not going to sit here and say it was paranormal. I mean, it might have literally just been like an unfortunate, you know, mental health issue. But um, as far as she was concerned, as far as she was, was concerned, real, this was really happening. yeah, absolutely, yeah. Um, but I think that conversation is what made me and you kind of decide yeah. to make our own paranormal investigating team, which we have not gone on our inve- on an investigation yet. But we'll get not there. Yet. That'll be part of this. Um, 
but uh, Jinx Souls Paranormal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. Yep. That's a. Uh, it's actually yeah, you probably already heard it, but that's that was in the intro of our uh, of of this podcast. Jinx Souls Paranormal presents. Um. So that's it. I mean, uh, the closest thing I've ever had to an actual like paranormal encounter that I would say, yeah, it's kind of weird, is uh, back when um. My parents bought a new house, uh, you know, in the in-between time where your house is being built and you've sold your old house. Um, we stayed in my grandma's old house, the Greek one. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, she had moved in with one of her sons. So she's like, oh, you know, George, my dad, just take take the other house, you know, before we sell it. And we'll, uh, you guys can live there until your new house is built. So, so awesome. Great. Um, but it's a, it's a pretty old house. My uh, grandpa had died in that house. You know, I'm not saying I saw the ghost of my grandpa or anything, right. but... Uh, me and my sister Catherine, we would share a room, and um, at night I would hear this weird like tapping above her room, and I was like, "This is really, really weird, right?" Um, but I didn't think it was a ghost. To be totally honest, I just thought it's an old house, whatever, you right. know. Settling. Exactly. It's just it, whatever, you know. Who or maybe some animals live up there. Who knows, right? In the attic. Right. Um. But like a year later, completely unrelated. Like I never told anybody this or anything, even though this had been happening, you know, consistently. Um, my uncle told me a story of how him and uh, my dad, they would actually like, they would always share rooms as kids. Um, but, you know, they would always like swap rooms or whatever, just like for fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, sometimes it'd be like them in one room, then my other uncle in another room, and then they'd swap rooms after they got bored being there or whatever. But... Right whatever reason um like my uncle would stay awake and hear a tapping over my dad's uh bed like every single night no matter what room they were in so i'm just like oh that's so freaking weird like okay so it's not like just me and it's not like he was like just in that same room like okay that would actually explain it if it was just in that one room like yeah okay fine it's just tapping above him but that's just so weird so it's like you know was someone messing with us? I have no idea. Is it just because I was awake and this, you know, ghost or whatever wanted to like haunt my family? So like I'm just gonna mess with them, you know? Right. I mean, did my dad hear it when my when my dad would uh, be awake, my uncle would be asleep? I have no idea. I just thought it was a pretty weird coincidence, and I'll just choose to pretend that it's paranormal because why not? <laughs> I think you can go ahead and rule out animals in the attic because if your uncle was hearing that when he was growing up, unless you have a full family tree, right? We're talking about like 25 year difference right. here. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think it would have been. Right. You know, one. I mean, I don't know. I, I know next to nothing about how animals choose a habitat and choose a place to live. Maybe it was. You did have, like, five generations of right. raccoons living out there. Right. I mean, I will say he actually thought it was a ghost, which is pretty funny. I mean, he really, really thought it was a ghost. And I was like, oh, Uncle John. Yeah. Like, the same. <laughs> it, was, it was just kind of a funny coincidence. But that's about it. Also, uh... I'll say this. Apologize for for my voice. This is not really what I sound like. We went to a soccer game, an Orlando City game, like two days ago. It was kind of a miracle victory. A lot of screaming going on. We actually like we loaded up our throats with black pepper earlier, thinking it would help, and it definitely did because my voice was way worse two hours ago. (laughs) You ever lose your voice? Load black pepper onto anything and everything that you eat. Yep. Could be a paranormal thing. I don't know, but it works. It. It does work. I mean, I, you can actually understand me now, which is better than I could say when I woke up this morning, right? Oh, yeah. my God. You're way further along than I am. Yeah, Stephen has uh, taken one sip of his beer. It looks like the head has finally died down on that. Yep. Uh-huh. I've got about one sip left of my beer. 
which uh, I want to again talk about. This beer is insanely good. Like, it has no business being this good. It's so rich with the lime. I think you need to catch up. Holy shit! <laughs> All right, well, Stephen just finished his beer. That was so good. I almost feel bad for chugging it. Like, yeah, you should. The aftertaste is unmatched. This is incredible. You want to try one more beer real quick? Let's do it. All right, what's next? Uh, Here, I'll, I'll shout out the options. All right, shout out the options at me. Oh, just try. Come on, try. Oh, we got a cat coming in. Oh, God. Okay. He's yelling. We can either high stepper, or we can. Uh-huh. Uh, we can try the weird uh, dead lizard orange glad. I didn't say banana. Let's do a high stepper. Yeah, kind of what I was thinking, too. We picked up some high stepper from Cryptic Can. This is a. Uh, it's kind of just their standard IPA. Right. We're we're kind of locals at that place. Yeah. We do go there pretty frequently. So yeah. I apologize. God, no, I'm the one pouring with the heavy head. Oop. Oh man, I'm like I'm knocking this one out. Yeah. If you're ever in the Central Florida area. You know, and you're like not big into theme parks, or maybe you're coming with your family who is big into theme parks and you want to do something different, check out Crooked Can. The beers are all good, nothing out of this world, but they're all yeah. really good, and uh, they have a really good market full of cool restaurants. I'd agree wholeheartedly with that statement. Uh, and, and I don't want to bash Crooked Can in any way. This is a right. compliment the, to them. Yes, yes. Every single beer that you try, you will like. Yes. Nothing will be revolutionary. However, everything will be good. You cannot go wrong with a single beer of Cricket Can. And the mac and cheese that they have oh my is orgasmic. God. Oh, yes. That's a good way to put it. And if you're not a big mac and cheese person, the little place directly across from it, the barbecue place, their buffalo chicken fries or, or their pulled pork fries. Oh, my God. This little piggy, I think it's called. I think that's what like it is. That. Like, it's just the people that you know run those little stands, it's just like, they just thought, okay, what do drunk people want to eat? And then they gave us all those options. Mac and cheese. Yeah. Barbecue. <clears throat> they even Pizza. gave us sushi. I mean, sushi that's not a big However, drunk food, but... I did get the sushi once, violently throwing up all night. Could also be because I drank, like, four martinis at the bar across the street. Oh. I don't know. You know, it was probably Pillars. It was probably Pillars. If you're in the area and you want to get drunk for cheap, go to Pillars in downtown Winter Garden. Our buddy got a martini there once. Tyler... He asked them, out of curiosity, what vermouth do you guys put in this? They said, none. My dude got a glass full of just chilled gin. Yep. It's actually pretty crazy. Um, we went there after we got engaged. Uh, not me and Jordan, me and my fiance. Yeah, he said no when I asked him. Yeah, exactly. I was pretty bummed. But uh, we went there afterwards, and I'm pretty sure she only had like two or three drinks there, and she threw up in our driveway. So, actually, she threw up in a parking lot at this, like, Chinese restaurant across the street, and then threw up in our driveway. That's so, how marriage works. Yeah, exactly. I think they, they might drug their drinks. You know what? I am convinced I was drugged, because yeah. I am an alcoholic, and I can hold my liquor, except going to Pillars. Now, here's the thing, though. Is that stopping you from going back? Absolutely not. Exactly. <laughs> their drinks also taste incredible. That was actually the only place I have ever not paid my tab. Because I was just way too fucking drunk. You just didn't even know? You I had no idea. I, I don't remember leaving that bar. Good God. It's pretty, you really never remember leaving that bar. They really get you. It's insane. 
Again, this is not meant to uh, insult pillars at all. No, I love pillars. Are you kidding me? God. Pillars. No, they're, they're a fantastic, fantastic establishment. They are. They are indeed. All right, let me... Uh, I know what this tastes like, but let me give it a taste real quick so we can tell you guys about it. I can tell you, the smell smells like an IPA. That's a fucking IPA. It is. It's so crisp. It is so crisp. Uh, if you don't like IPAs, 100%, you're going to hate this. Um, it is very hoppy. That's true. Yeah, we say that you'll like every beer at, at Crooked Can, but only the beers that you actually like. If you're not a sour yeah. person, you won't like a sour. If you don't yeah, like an don't IPA, be, you won't like an more. IPA. Yeah, exactly. Order what you like. But the kind of beer that you like that they have, you will like a lot. And anything barrel-aged that they do. Yes. Get their barrel-aged shit. Yep. Their seltzers are pretty good, too. They usually only have one at a time. What did you say? The Crooked Coolers that they just started coming out with? I haven't tried that yet. Oh, yeah. Very good. All right. Very good. Only available in cans. Oh, gotcha. That's why. I only get this stuff on draft. Uh, Speaking of Crooked Can and the Winter Garden area, there is a hotel across the street from it that I've been eyeing up. Yes. I don't know if it's haunted. It definitely has the look. It's the Edgewater, right? Edgewater. I think that's what it's called. Yeah. I think their rooms are only like a hundred twenty-ish a night. I'm down to try it. So we could swing by that place and uh, jinx souls it up. I agree. You know what I mean, uh, I mean, even if we find nothing, we can go up the uh, oldest elevator in Florida. That's there. Yes, it is. Yep. Is it one of those ones where you have to like sit down on a little uh, chair? A and person it has you up and a person jump off of it. What? I don't know anything about that. Oh, it's one like of the ones where. Oh no, no, no! But this is one of the ones where someone actually has to go in and operate it for you. Oh my god! Do I yeah. have to tip him? I don't think so. I'll probably do it. Yeah, we can. I mean, tipping is good. God, this beer is so good. It is, and it's a seven percenter. I know. What's the? What was the last one? I think five. Yeah, it's a Mexican lager. Those are usually lower. Let's see. Six. Excuse me. Six. All right. A whole extra percent. Nice. Six. Six, six. So, yeah. Six, six. Hail Satan? Six, hail Satan. You want to pour some shots for yes. Satan? Yes. Shots for Satan. So around here, we uh, love our Lord and Savior, Baphomet, Satan. He goes by many, many names. And even more now today, with our political climate, we rely on Satan. Yep. Satanic Temple, trying to... Uh, Protect abortions for everybody, right? As they should. Yeah. So let's say, let's if you were, li- okay, to be clear, if you were listening to this podcast and you are pro-life uh, and, and, and you want to be mad at us about that, I give zero shits. Stop listening. Yeah. <laughs> Don't care. Fuck you. Exactly. Yep. What the fuck? What did you do, Pinnacle? Okay. Steven cannot open a bottle. He got it. And it's Pinnacle Peach, too. Like, I mean, that's just, like, pathetic. What in the hell is on? Look at this. Is that cocaine? Like, what is this? Did we get free drugs? That I looks don't like know. Glue. Somebody might have like spit in this and then glued it. What the shit. hell? Okay, so it's not my fault. It was hard to open. See? Are we still gonna drink it? Yes. Um, I believe alcohol is a. Uh... I think what's the word I'm looking for? We're getting antiseptic. Yeah. I didn't go to college, but that sounds right. Sure. I mean, antiseptic is what you uh, put in your mouth, but it's the alcohol that does it. So, pretty sure. You know, it's a uh, sterilizes stuff. Well, here's the Satan. We're gonna cheers and bring him down. 
and we drink. Oh boy. You know what that is? Warm. Yep. Ugh. Woo. I'm gonna wash that down with some high stepper. Oh man, a lot of sugar in that. And that's what's crusted around it, the sugar. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I got it because it's, uh, you know, Maddie's favorite, but. And it's peach. True. Can't go wrong with any kind of peach flavored. It's true. So to get us back to up paranormal here, in addition to the Edgewater, uh, we've also been discussing the possibility of going to St. Augustine. Yep. I still want to do that Super 8 that's supposed to be like Oh, just one of the up most... on iDrive? Yeah, I mean. a specific room, though. Right. We, we have to look for the room. Um, yeah, that's probably only like 70, 80 bucks a night. Yeah, it's a Super it's 8. A Super so. 8. I stayed at a Super 8 once right outside Disneyland in Anaheim. Uh, woke up in the morning, got in the shower. Uh, my buddy Tark was in the other bed. Uh, so I get out of the shower, and I'm looking at my bed. This is not paranormal, by the way. <laughs> Whatever. I'm looking at my bed, and I just see like a large black dot on my pillow. Maybe like quarter size, maybe uh, like that, that JFK, like half dollar. Okay, got size. it. Size, sort of like pretty big. I'm like, what the hell is that? My buddy Tark is still asleep, so I'm like smacking his bed. I'm like, Tark, what's on my bed? He's like, what? I'm like, look at my pillow. What's on my pillow? So I make him go look at it. It's a fucking spider. Jesus. Like that big. So we get terrified. Uh, he tries to like get it off of my pillow and it runs under the sheets. And so I do what anybody would do. I grab the corner of the sheet and I whip it up in the air. We watch the spider fly across the room and then run behind a dresser. Great. We had to go back to that hotel that night. That sucks. I have you know, a very... Did. We actually checked out. And went somewhere else? Yep. Oh my God, I have like the same story. My first trip to Disneyland ever, okay? Was it the Super 8? <clears throat> no, but it wasn't uh, another Choice Hotel. It was the Roadway Inn, which no longer exists. I've checked because every time I, someone's like, oh, we're going to Disneyland for the first time. You know, you, you stay off, off property. Where should you go? And I right. say, not the Roadway Inn, but it doesn't exist. So um, it was me and it was a, a ex-girlfriend at the time. Well, ex-girlfriend now, whatever. At the time, it was a girl. Right, right, right. But um, we had a trip booked to Disneyland, but then uh, super spontaneously, we decided to go to, on a Disney cruise nice. like two weeks before. So it was literally like Disney cruise a week back at work and then Disneyland. Okay. But we spent all of our money at on the cruise. So it was like three days before our Disneyland trip. And I was like, <laughs> fuck, I don't have enough money for this trip anymore, but we're going. <laughs> So I remember, like, I canceled. We had a Marriott reservation. Uh -huh. I canceled that, and then I booked a cheap hotel that had like meh reviews that we could that was walking distance from the park. So I booked it. It was the Roadway Inn. I remember she was like, "But it's gonna be gross. What if there's like spiders?" And I was like, "It's gonna be fine." At the end of the day, it's a hotel by Disneyland. Like, how bad could it be? Right. You're only there for the bed. Right. Exactly. Like, you're not there for anything else. Exactly. But this trip made me realize that the bed is a very important part of okay. a trip. <laughs> So we checked in, and I was like, oh, this isn't that bad. It's not that bad. Spiders everywhere. Just oh. everywhere. Checked in, went to the Dis went to Disneyland, uh, came back to the room, and I remember neither of us changed. Like, I was still in my full clothes that I wore to the park that day. We just, like, pulled back the sheet, and then just, like, shit. Just, like, I was just like um, this. Steven's demonstrating how he was laying in the bed. Well, right literally now. taking as much space as I possibly, little space as I possibly could. He's he looks like you know when you you get laid down in the dentist chair, but they don't lay you down all the way. That's what he looked like. Exactly. I'm just trying to show that you know 
taking up as little space as I could because I didn't want to touch anything. Mm-hmm. And I remember I called my dad, forgetting that there's a three-hour time difference from the West Coast to the East Coast. Right. So I called my dad, and it's like 3 o'clock in the morning. He's like, son, are you okay? I'm like, what do you mean? No, it's like 1 a.m. It was like 10 where I was. Right. I was like, what do you mean? It's th- oh, I'm calling you in the middle of the night. You were sleeping. Whoops. <laughs> yeah, so he uh, he uh, he booked us a nice Marriott. We transferred the next day, but it was gross. I remember I went to the... I went to the uh, front desk thinking they were going to give me some pushback on the on the refund and stuff right. and they did not i was just they like, knew what they were about well yeah it's like i was like, like i'm not gonna give a bad review i'm just i just just gotta go that's it and i think she was just happy about that you know she also probably saw that i saw that the promised breakfast in the morning was some of those little like bags of little like little mini muffins you oh, know yeah. what i mean little not, not that those are yeah not that those are bad, but when you say that there's complimentary breakfast, not continental breakfast, complimentary breakfast, you right. expect like eggs. Right. You know? Maybe a waffle if I'm Maybe lucky. a waffle. Yeah, I can make it myself. That's fine. That's like part of the charm, right? Just give me the equipment. Exactly. But bag of little Debbies. Pretty sure there was a little coffee maker, standard. The hotel was gross. And it doesn't exist anymore. So there you go. It's all your fault. Fine. I didn't give it a bad review. You know, it's their fault, not me. Well, what do we got coming up next week, Stephen? Well, um, you I mentioned this one kind day. of alluded to it earlier. Uh, the next episode is going to be about George Atzerat, which people don't really know his name because everyone yeah, knows everyone knows John Wilkes Booth. They don't know the other oh, co-conspirators in the assassination right. of Abraham Lincoln. Uh, George Atzerat. <clears throat> Uh, John Wilkes Booth and another person. They all had different jobs to kill different people. Um, and only John Wilkes Booth went through with it. So, uh, yeah, next next week will be about George Atzerat, how he escaped, where he got caught, and why we think his ghost still haunts the lands where he got caught. Well, hell yeah, I'm excited to learn all about this. I'm excited to talk about it. We'll have uh, some more beers for you guys next week as well. Yep. So we're real excited about that. Yep, yep, yep. Hopefully my voice is uh, better by next week. Yeah, same. It, it won't be. We're recording it. Literally right when we stop this one. That's true. There is no next <laughs> week. We're lying to you. We are lying to you. Sorry. But you know what though? Honesty is important. Maybe we'll actually keep listeners because we were honest with them right now. Yeah. Because I was honest about lying to you. Exactly. Exactly. Well, uh, yeah, I guess we'll see you guys uh, next episode. Go Bills. Oh, fuck you. I'm sitting here wearing a okay Baltimore Ravens hat. You got to admit though, I mean, the Ravens way closer to what we're doing here. Edgar Allan Poe, the Raven. That's true. Come on. Anyway, okay, so to correct what I said, not go Bills, but let's go Buffalo. Ah, that's that's good. That's good. I like that. I like that. Like the wings. Just like the wings. Yep. (laughs) Neat. All right. Okay, bye. We'll figure out Nacho eventually, but, you know, whatever. Okay, bye.